Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times of ours. And in today's episode, we have it's a live stream. We recorded Giving Tuesday's live stream, and it was an hour when the High Noon team gathered to talk about what it looks like, what it feels like, what it would be like to live as a High Noon leader, and how all of our perspectives on leadership have changed since working with High Noon. And it's really important because everything about leadership is changing. And so if you want to be relevant in the future, you need to plan for it. And the old style of leadership is dying out very visibly. Politics, religion, everything we see is dying out because the old paradigm is making way to a new world. We're creating a new world and that's going to require a new style of leadership. So we get into that a bit, and it's a really great conversation, and we reached our goal. By the way, if you're curious, we reached our Giving Tuesday goal. So thank you so much for all of you who helped, and let's get into it. First of all, welcome to Giving Tuesday. Sammy, can we talk about hashtags, or whoever knows about hashtags? What are well, these let's hashtags? save that. that that's, that's, the, that's the surprise. We'll, we'll leave that for a little bit. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. What we will say, though, is that um, we've been doing this fundraising drive for to raise money because we are a nonprofit and we run off of, uh, like, you know, cars run off of gasoline. High Noon runs off of people's love and generosity. And so we wanted to also kick anybody's butt who needs to be kicked to just donate a little bit in order to help High Noon proliferate and continue to grow leaps and bounds. Sammy, can you, can you just give me... A, a number straight up. Just give it to me straight up, Doc. How a many number? volunteers do we have? How many volunteers do we have? Because I was shocked to hear that number. Yeah, How many okay. Volunteers so, does High Noon presently have? At first, I thought you were just asking for a number, so I was just I was sweating, thinking, "Oh, what's what's like a really cool number I can share to share to <laughs> Andrew?" <laughs> yeah, okay. we've got gosh over uh, ninety-one. I think that's what we counted last. That's what um, I people volunteering in different capacities. It's Mind-boggling just to think that many people, not not involved with High Noon as a participant, but involved in helping people. That's just crazy that we yeah. somehow managed to to enroll that many people and inspire that many people in what High Noon's doing. And so, you know, these are people who are um, leading small groups. These are people who are doing translation work. Who, when we host events like this, who are working in the background. So, you know, case in point. We're doing this live stream on Facebook and shout out to Josh Fontaine, who is acting as our chat moderator and going to be there to do all the ask interesting questions and engage our audience. So thank you, Josh. And so whenever we do events, we've got people working in the backgrounds in different roles and um, all of our social media is primarily run by volunteers. So if you like anything we do on Instagram or on Facebook, um, I don't know if you know, but we have our main Facebook page, our High Noon Facebook page. We have a Portuguese Facebook page. We have a uh, Spanish Facebook page. And we just are preparing to launch a Japanese Facebook page. And these are all run by volunteers. So shout out to all of you guys. Amazing. Yes, yeah, so we have a, an army, a heavenly army of volunteers. And that's one way of helping. Because whenever we go speak somewhere, people come back to us and say, I want to help. And in the beginning, it was really embarrassing because we... We would love their enthusiasm, but we wouldn't know how to help them to help. So it would just kind of be like a an, a bad transaction. But so we'd say, hey, maybe donate, right? 
Um, but now there's actually quite a few people who are volunteering in many different ways. So we would love for you to volunteer if you would like. But we also, you know, cost money to do stuff. So that's also why we're raising some funds today. That's why the, this is the nonprofit knocking on your door day. We all become uh, canvassers, fundraisers, if you will. Um, so yes, we do have a goal. Do, do we want to, are we going to talk about that number at all? Karina, do you know the number? We haven't heard anything from you. Yeah, so for <laughs> this year, we're having a 1% match, uh, which I didn't know what match. that means. 100% match. 100%, 100%. match. <laughs> <laughs> 1%, 100 match. Sorry. Uh, 100% match, but, which I didn't know what that means, but it means that there is, we, anything that you donate, we can receive the double. So if you donate $10, we receive 20 because uh, we have great people who have pledged their donation and we have up to $4,200 uh, to, to match. So if we get to nice. $4,200 uh, today, that we're close to the goal, we're going to double that number. So that's, that's the important thing about today. I don't know if I explained it right, but I hope it makes Perfect. sense. <laughs> if we reach our goal, we guarantee that the kingdom of heaven on earth will occur within the next century. Uh, <laughs> you can take back. that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The reason I bring up volunteers and all that is just because in the beginning, we were a very um, humble organization just with a couple staff and it's grown into, we have a bunch of full-time staff and then we have a litany of volunteers and it's, it's really expanding geometrically in, in all different ways and, Things are popping up all over the world. We have different groups, different volunteers helping in different capacities. And this is, this, we, we need people and we need also finances. And we all know that the Wolfenburgers have been the, the drivers of this thing, the, the primary donors. But we would love to lighten the load and, and share the load because that's, that's always a better way of doing things, right? If many hands make light work. So many monies make faster growth, I guess. Mm -hmm. So guys, Sammy, Benji, Karina, we were going to talk today about high noon style leadership as well, because this is a live podcast. And we wanted to get into some content too, because what we're seeing with high noon for sure is that a new paradigm for leadership is emerging, um, not by design, just by progress, like organic progress. The more that we embody the virtues that we espouse to believe in, the more that we're just changing our perspective on what is leadership and how to take care of people, how to lead by example. So we wanted to get into that. And so I'd love to hear from Benji because he's been our silent bearded partner so far. Um, what have you noticed? Because you've been around and you've been with the BFM and then you've been kind of like, a, you've been jumping from one foot to the other, BFM, high noon, BFM, high noon, and like working with high noon. Um, how is maybe you could talk to how has your leadership style changed or what have you noticed in terms of like the emergence of a new high noon style leadership? Yeah, thanks, Andrew. I, I consider myself to be a, a secret informant for both uh, our national headquarters <laughs> team and with high noon, <laughs> which is a, you know, grassroots, if you will, organization that started with a few blessed couples. And yeah, I think, you know, to answer your question, how is my leadership style changed uh i realized pretty recently actually i've been thinking a lot about you know my character and my 
my beliefs. And I feel like for a long time, the way that I've conducted myself, you know, on camera or with a group or public speaking in general in meetings has really been kind of like the reserved, more like younger brother, like service. Like I don't have, I've always been the youngest, like in every group my entire life. I've always been the youngest person in the room. Uh, You know, I, I had a my family, my kids, when I was fairly young, I was blessed in marriage when I was pretty young. So my peer group has always been a lot older than me in general. And now I'm hitting an age where I'm actually a lot older than a lot of the people who are preparing for marriage and going through porn recovery and, and seeking sexual integrity and starting their, their sexual journeys together, right? So I'm realizing that I have a lot more to give than I give myself credit to. And I'm not saying this to boast or, or to... I'm saying this because I generally try to kind of push down my opinions about, you know, preparing for marriage or a blessing or, but I'm realizing through high noon, uh, what high noon leadership to me is like letting, letting loose of a version of myself that is unafraid to get criticism or unafraid to make mistakes and unafraid to be myself because Mm. with the intention of being the best leader that I can be that leads by example and with integrity and with character. And so, so I was thinking about that reason, like if, if I were just to let go of being, looking a certain way and, and feeling af- afraid of failure, essentially being afraid of failure, if I was to let go of that in every aspect of my life, especially in the realm of helping people prepare for marriage, which has kind of been my, my life's work for the last year, several years, and what what would I look like, right? Like that. And I think High Noon has sure. really allowed me to to be myself a little bit more and really talk more vulnerably about my experiences in my life and and really let I feel like let God work through uh, the experiences that I've had in my life. And uh, you know, I, I normally would never share this with an audience, like speak like this. I have a lot to share, and you know, that's to me that's a really like I'm a, I try to be a little more modest than that, but. <laughs> That's what high new leadership is to me is like just being unafraid to be yourself and to do what you feel is right when the time calls for it. Would you say that yeah. you, you've taken your own ego out of the equation a little bit more? Yeah, it's kind of ironic, but yeah. <laughs> and I see that all the time in, in our team and people unafraid to just speak their opinion and speak their, speak their mind, right? Yeah. Not ego. Our, our ego actually goes both ways. It's like it's ego that uh, deludes us to think that oh, I'm so amazing and I've got so much awesome stuff to share. It's also ego that says I'm worthless and no one wants to listen to what I have to say, right? Sure, sure. Fair point, yeah. Yeah. The self is the center of both those scenarios. Yeah, yeah. But when you're just kind of honest, sometimes you need to share about you, not because you want to talk about you, but because people need to hear your experience so that they don't make the same mistakes or whatever, right? That they're still... Uh, but just doing it with a different heart and a different focus and a different, there's a different transaction that's made when you're thinking about yourself talk, while you're talking about yourself or when you're thinking about somebody else while talking about yourself. It's totally different, right? Yeah. Got it. Cool. What about uh, Karina? Um, we're talking about um, leadership styles. Yeah. So I actually had the, the opposite experience with Benji. Uh, even if I'm, I'm pretty young, I I was all in my community, or I guess like I took a leadership position too young, we'll say. 
So I put myself in the in the position of like I'm the wise woman or I have the answers and I, I like that that um that kind of like leadership style that um one person needs to share everything and have all the answers and being perfect and show perfect, isn't it? And like show perfection to be, to the world. So so I I always needed to show myself strong and uh, I have a an amazing life and it was hard for me to share about my struggles in a way with like in a honest way but at the same time in a way without feeling like failing isn't it uh so or that my words will lose value because of that isn't it so okay. then what I found in high leadership and this is like when we're talking about high leadership it's not just like people who you're seeing right now in this camera, but it's about the leadership of facilitators, accountability departments, people who are with people, isn't it? In groups and people who are connecting with others. So includes everyone. So yeah, what I, what I have seen in the facilitators in, in the high leadership is that we, we try to teach or to lead people not by being perfect by but being honest being sincere sincere being like the people yeah. who we are and just trusting on other people isn't it trusting that people have their answer trusting that the other person is smart enough and has a connection with god and has has the answer inside and it just need a little bit of guidance where to find that but it's not that you have the answer isn't it so that's that's been a, like a, a very different approach style that I have learned through high noon. Yeah, that's very much true. Uh, there's the old way of doing things is that there's one wise person and everybody has to plug into them in order to feel okay. And instead, just kind of showing what you do know, but not being afraid to say, hey, I don't really know. You know, uh, let's figure out together. That's that's really powerful because that's a level of humility that a lot of leaders lack. Uh, they can't say, I don't know. <laughs> uh, even when it's clearly obvious that they don't know, right? And I was just watching a, a compilation of uh, kind of journalists and politicians recently who have said one thing and who have been caught doing the exact opposite. And... If they do apologize, which many of them don't, they it's very insincere and they don't really change. It's it's never really like a, a heartfelt, you know, it's just like this leadership style that has existed that's just so we're done with it. You know, the world is done with fake leadership. We want something real. And so that means admitting when you're totally clueless, <laughs> right? You don't have to have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers. Why do we pretend like we do? For me, the high noon leadership, what it means is um, pulling, removing this pedestal that exists and, and this idea that every, what everyone already shared about of this idea of perfection or this person has it all figured out. And exactly what you're just talking about, Andrew, is uh, realness and that people lead with the, something real inside of them. And the reason I think that that's so confronting for people is that what's real is, is often not all it's not really pretty in the beginning right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so you know the reason a lot of people it's i think it's twofolded it's people say they want more transparency but are also afraid to, to see what's really there 
And because things have gone, things go unmonitored for so long and just a lot of poop, you know, starts clogging up the pipes. And, um, and so, it, and it comes, it just comes out inevitably somehow for people. And that's why it's never just like the one scandal, right? Or for the politicians or for any, for any kind of leaders or high, highly visible people. It's always a buildup of things that go unresolved. And so for me, high noon leadership, it's allowing people to be human. Right? And it's allowing people the opportunity to, to also work on themselves. People have legitimate needs for, you know, connection or for, um, intimacy or affinity or whatever, right? But those go unfulfilled and then they get manifest and expressed in, in different ways. And so, you know, when leaders, they start to use mis misuse money or especially sex, like unmeet needs, they, they have a way of getting sexualized in some way. And so yeah. a lot of leadership, they get stuck in these like really weird kind of sex stuff. And you think like, whoa, that's so perverse. It, but it's uncomfortable for people with any kind of position also is because you have this innate desire to be a role model and you feel like even if it's never expressed directly, you feel like people are looking up to me and I'm worried about disappointing people. And so you want to do a good job, right? So there's this pure desire there. Uh, and I think just the really the best way to do that is just to be through honesty, grace, integrity, you know, accountability, and it takes courage to do all of those things. And to be willing to acknowledge, just to acknowledge that I'm also on my own path. I'm also, my life cycles, up, it goes through seasons and it goes up and it goes down. And yeah. to never have this, this need to have this pretense that at all times we've always got it figured out. Yeah. It seems like the false way of leadership is that all roads lead to you. Uh, and a much better paradigm is that you're leading people back towards themselves, right? That your ultimate goal is to empower them rather than to feel empowered yourself, you know, like I have all the answers. I feel so great because they come to me and then they feel good based on my answers rather than helping them come to their own conclusions, right. And empowering them to be self-sufficient. And so that's what we're seeing too, is that it's nice, Sammy, for you and I, because in the beginning, high noon leadership also meant that we had to take care of a bunch of groups and that people would come to us for, you know, recovery. And now we've expanded it to, you know, a lot of times we don't even have groups. We have other people taking care of groups. And we're really trying to encourage people to start their own groups and to be leaders, right? And that takes the focus off of us. And how nice would it be one day when people don't even remember our names associated with High Noon, right? Because that, that's, that means that we're doing a good job, that people don't just see our face and be like, oh, it's the High Noon people, right? But instead they see just a, a huge parade of warriors, you know, uh, not just us. And so, yeah, we're on the right path because a lot of people are really getting it. A lot of people are shifting that, that paradigm from, hey, I have all the answers. Hey, follow me to, hey, let's talk about this and work on this together and empowering people so that they can kind of build themselves back up. Because if somebody's reliant on you for their own recovery, then chances are they're not going to be on stable ground ever. They have to be self-sufficient at some point. They have to be able to be big boys and girls who can take care of themselves. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, they're always just kind of, in a sense, shifting their addiction from a thing to being an addicted, you know, needy object, right? Mm -hmm. So um, how does honesty play in? Because we, uh, we know that that's a huge... Um, 
element of it, right? But honesty, I remember we had some great questions when we did our tour back when humans could talk to each other in person. And that came up often was, okay, so you're saying these five virtues and honesty, accountability, grace, integrity, and courage. Honesty, does that mean just going around saying, hey guys, I feel gassy or whatever. Is that honesty? And like that meaning have no filter. Uh, and I'd like to get into what is all of your experience with honesty, starting with Benji. Like, what does that mean? Because I know you take care of, you have groups of young men uh, and sometimes you're brutally honest with them. But you, I mean, some people are too fragile just to be like, you know, to be, sometimes honesty feels like an attack. So like, how do you use this thing called honesty to, in terms of like telling people about yourself or telling people your impressions of them? How How do you... And you're muted, by the way. Um, I want to hear your, your impressions of, of honesty. Well, I think, you know, this conversation has really got me thinking about an experience I had and something I wanted to get into a little bit. So maybe it'll tie into honesty, I think. We'll see. I'm kind of, kind of improvising. <laughs> okay. So, you know, when I think of leaders, when I think of good leaders and I have been, I think many, all of us have been leaders at some point of something, of some group. And I always think about my experience uh, being a pastor before. And if anyone has been a pastor or youth pastor, you know, that is probably one of the most challenging things you could ever do with your life. And the amount of things that you experience, the growing pains and all of that is tremendous. And it's like in a very short period of time, you go from not knowing much about leadership to really like having a whole superpower of information about leadership and, and lots of different ways to communicate and lead. And I really, what was the hardest part for me as a, as a pastor, young pastor was really like having a fight with my wife on Sunday morning and then having to stand up in front, in front of everybody and give a speech. It's yeah. the hardest thing in the world because you just feel like a hypocrite in everything you said on stage, you have to go home and live with the family, the people that are watching you every single day. That's the hardest thing in the world. And I couldn't get away from this feeling of just feeling like I am not doing enough. I am not living up to my word. And that's, that's really hard for any leader to do. So anytime I feel like someone's in the leadership position or struggling or makes a mistake, like a, a sexual mistake, I, of course, it's unfortunate, but I honestly feel a lot of compassion for them because I know that it's not easy. It's, it's so much easier to just sit back in the pews and judge someone on stage for not living up to the word. It's so much easier for us to do that. So whoever the leader is, whoever it is, I generally have the mindset of whether I agree with them or not, that their job is hard. As long as their heart is, is true and pure and genuine, their job is hard. And I can, I want to support them and maybe encourage them or push them. I don't want to just sit back and in judgment. So, sure. and it takes a lot of, for me, it took so much honesty with myself to, to look at my life and my relationship with my spouse and ask myself, you know, am I really working on these areas? Cause most of what I preach about is about marriage, <laughs> husband, wife relationship, you know, our family, our kids. And am I honestly looking at myself in the mirror and saying, am I, am I trying my best every day to do these, to live these principles? Or am I just trying to look good? trying to look like a good public speaker and trying to Im inspire people so they could come up to me and say, oh, I loved your speech and you know, all that. So 
it's really hard. Right. And I remember just going home, you know, or talking to my parents afterwards and being like, like having your parents (laughs) in the, in the audience when you're giving a speech is really, yeah, it's hard. But I think that uh, that's the kind of uh, experience that you need in order to try to live up to your word. So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so that's, if, if anybody's watching and you don't have a group that you're taking care of, or you're not an accountability partner, that's another huge incentive to do so because taking care of other people is like having a giant mirror cast over your values and all the, all the things that you talk about and your hopes and your dreams. And it's just like a constant way to say, do I, am I actually living up to the things that I think and the things that I say? Because otherwise, if you don't have that level of accountability of people watching you, not judging you, but watching you, and you know, uh, they could be watching you out of admiration, but it's still, it's kind of like fire under your butt to actually live up to your values, right? Um, and that's, again, kind of like a product of the past is that uh, you live a very public life, but you keep your private life private. And that dichotomy was usually a recipe for disaster. It still is in many cases, right? Um, Sammy and I just did a podcast about Carl Lentz, who is one of the biggest pastors in the world, who just lost his job, lost everything because he was leading a double life and having an affair on the side. Um, so having people to kind of voice your opinions to and to guide is also so much more beneficial for you because then when the words are exiting your mouth, you can feel, am I living up to this or not? Otherwise, if you're just gabbing all the time, but you don't, you don't, you're not taking care of anybody, then it's easy to feel closely aligned with the words that you say, even if your actions don't match up to it, right? So it's kind of like it helps you in many ways live up to your kind of your side of the, your end of the bargain, which is to do the things that you say you're going to do, the integrity aspect. Karina, what about you? Because you were just talking about growing up and feeling like you have to have all the answers, but then now since you've been working with High Noon, um, that's been, I'm sure, a little bit of a challenge or like a new, a new way of doing things. So how does honesty, how has honesty kind of worked into that? Because before, like when you were growing up, you, you felt like you had to have all the answers. Um, but now has honesty changed that at all, that your focus is now just being kind of more honest? Has that changed how you guide people or maybe guiding people less and just embodying more? Please, please, please enlighten us. <laughs> Uh, well, first I thought it was like being honest means that everyone needs to know everything about my life and what was going on and what I was feeling. And, um, it, it is good. It is good to be very clear. Uh, but at the same time, I realized that not everyone or not, not every person in this world need to know 100% what I'm going, what what I'm going on, isn't it? So being honest was about being honest with people close to me uh, but at the same time not preaching like saying to people hey uh i actually not going in the best time of my life right now or um i'm going through this difficulty uh sorry i don't want to share too much about it but uh just let you know that i'm i'm being taken care of and i have people supporting me with this um but i i don't know it's just yeah, and from that position, I, I kind of, when you are in that position, you kind of like just preach by word, isn't it? Uh, you need to understand, like, hey, I, 
you can talk about from your experience, past experience, and but you cannot like just yeah, as Benji say, I cannot just say yeah, you have to do this and that and that uh, as if I have the perfect life and all the answers, isn't it? So I'm still trying to find the balance between not talking and talking uh, because I know that sometimes people need to hear. Uh, so let your fruits, let your result to speak from for you, isn't it? Don't you don't need to preach, you don't need to say like clues and stuff. You just need your result to speak for you. And what's nothing? It's nothing better than people see you as a couple. People see you as a person and tell and tell you like uh, you're my role model. Uh, not because anything you have say or anything you 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 preach to them, but because the result they can see in your life, isn't it? And they can see that in in your life. So that's that's what I am changing to. I'm trying to move forward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, it's very helpful. It's an evolution, right? We're hoping to help evolve what people understand leadership to be and to mean and how to how to be a leader where everybody wins right because yeah. that's the ultimate goal is that everybody wins um so leadership exactly and the funny thing is like through that it made me stop like we talk about a lot of giving giving to people giving 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 to others and trying to show this perfect life but in the inside we're struggling and this kind of like approach make me, hey, I kind of, I have to stop doing this and I have to start working out on myself. So it, it made me st- it start to like search for your own happiness and what it works for you and what it, what, what you need and work on yourself before trying to save the world and help people when you don't able to actually work on what you going through yes yes it's the idea of peace peace starts with me doesn't mean Mm. going around telling everybody that they should know that peace starts with them (laughs) (laughs) it actually means that we actually have to have peace when we go and talk to people and offer them that right offer them our hard work of working on ourselves and inviting people into that totally different than going out and being like you should change and without doing the work on ourselves first it's People will react in an, an entirely different way. Um, Sammy, oh, yes. Shall I? Shall we do that special secret surprise that we had prepared that you wanted to spill the beans on in the beginning? Let's spill those beans, buddy. All right. So, hello, everyone tuning in. Oh, uh, we shared some of our thoughts about what high noon leadership means for us. We want to hear from you. We are. We'll do a listener call in. Let's say give you an opportunity to join in on our podcast and join in our live stream. And we want to hear, so what does high noon leadership mean for you? Or really cool, do you have some story, inspiring experience to share about high noon leadership, either yourself or something you've witnessed? And we'd love to hear. So for those tuning in, you can do hashtag join, hashtag join, and you'll get a message uh, with the link, how to join our uh, live our Zoom, our live stream right now, and we'll love to hear from you. And um, so welcome aboard. And also, a reminder, today is Giving Tuesday. If you love what High Noon's doing, if it's helped you in any way, please help support us and our work. 
Um, you can also click the link in the chat for our donation page for Giving Tuesday. And remember that we are getting 100% match in all donations we've raised. We've got, we've pledged, we've gotten just over $4,000 pledged so far. So that's our goal for this campaign. We're almost there. We're about just about 75%. We just have a little bit to go. So please support, please share. If, if you're still waiting for, or if you still have some budge left for your Giving Tuesday contributions, please consider donating to High Noon. Thank you so much. So how are we doing this color thing? <laughs> people are just going to... Yeah, yeah, we'll just... Uh, yeah, people are, people will come in, right? So they'll... Uh, we can just keep going until then. Naomi, we're, Naomi's got... She sent the hashtag. We'll expect her soon. But in the meantime, we can just uh, keep going. Cool. Maybe we can okay. hear from Andrew. Um, since we haven't heard his, his input on this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, wh what am I going to say? I never have anything to say. Uh, I would, I would definitely concur with everything that everybody said. And then also, you know, it's so liberating to know that perfection is not the goal. Uh, not in our, not in our twisted viewpoint of what perfection, uh, looks like. Um, that honestly speaking, the Wolfenbergers are the founders of this thing, but they are also the, the epitome of high noon. As far as I, and I've been watching them very closely since I started with them. And it's been such a joy because even during their tough times, you know, there's a tendency for anybody to want to hide their problems, but the Wolfenbergers go in the opposite direction and they always invite all the people, a staff, anybody close to them in with any major family issues that are going on. And they always say, this is what's happening. This is our feeling right now. This is what we want to do. And they're not unloading their problems of us, but they're just letting us know what's going on in their life and how they're dealing with it. And it's so beautiful to watch. And to me, that's the essence of leadership is that they have no pretense or ego or hidden agenda. They just simply want to live in the high noon light. And because of that, people are following them. And um, that's, that's my viewpoint. And I've been watching very closely this entire time because... I do have a tendency to be a little secretive, right? I'm a very, I keep my cards close to me. It's something I learned at a very early age, be hyper-independent, but instead to, to let people in. And now, like I, I've done multiple podcasts about my wife's depression and our sex life and all this stuff. And um, I'm an open book and it's very liberating. And through that place, I can lead in a, in a real way because if people have questions, they ask. And if not, you know, no worries, <laughs> you know, but there's no, like, I don't have to put on a show. I just speak and I could never do that my whole life. Even when I did comedy, I could do anything. I could do anything. I'll do any character. I'll fall down a flight of stairs, whatever, but I won't be myself on stage. And then now I can absolutely be myself because I was too afraid. I didn't know what myself was. So it's liberating guys. If you, if you, if you haven't tried the high noon virtues, please do so. Please try them out. They're the most liberating way to live and people you'll be a natural leader when you do the day that you take this stuff seriously is the day you become a, a leader. So we have somebody. Yeah. Sammy. Yes. Naomi. Welcome. So we're having some technical stuff, but yeah, if you want to post in the chat too, we'd love to hear from you. Um, any, any ideas you have about honesty? And if you want, want to join and ask us a question or share a testimony yourself, um, what we would love to talk about and to hear from is this 
this evolution of what it means to be a leader and how high noon, not the people, but the high noon era is helping to redefine leadership. Um, mm-hmm. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. How about we take a moment to hear from, from Josh, see if you have anything to say. What's going on, people? Hey, hello. How's it going? Fun thing. Oh, look at this. Love the, I love being here. I love you guys so much. Um, can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Josh was busy working behind the scenes. We are talking about high noon leadership and how that's transformed either how you lead or how you perceive leadership from pre high noon to, and just like the high noon era of like honesty, accountability, integrity, grace, courage, these things. Yeah. I, I think it's like so valuable. I think the integrity aspect of it is so valuable right now. I mean, just even coworkers I've had, um, even just recently, I've seen like so many experiences where, and I've like just heard them share stories of just so many dishonest experiences they've been through in workplaces and in like relationships with friends or loved ones or significant others. And it's so heartbreaking to just like, see so much i don't know so much drama that's like involved in all of these different relationships in their life it's like they're truly trying like there's so many leaders are truly trying to make something better for the world um and offer something like with all their heart and like all their commitment and they think they're doing the right path but there's like something very very twisted in that mentality as well um and it's like so hard to see. And I just want to like see it like leaders where it's okay to to feel that like we've made mistakes and we're able to own up to those mistakes and just try and envision creating like a society where I can like say what I feel is truly right and like go for that. You know, I think that's what's beautiful about what Pinoon is doing is like you guys are so like passionate about like trying to create a better world and you're okay to just share your like absolute honest heart on that topic. And I yeah. think that's beautiful. Thank you. And, and also, I mean, you're, you've been a leader, you've been taking care of groups. Uh, so how has that been? Because you're not perfect either. Right. And so when, oh God, no. when you've made a mistake, is it, it do you feel that, that push and pull between the old way of doing things, which is covering up mistakes and the new way of doing things, which is, Hey guys, just let you know, I'm not perfect. Has that, have you felt that tug that push and pull? Yeah. I've like, I, I feel like I've tried to just, I don't know, evolve my own leadership style. Cause in the beginning, uh, when I was leading, I would often um, like, I was very in my head because I would have difficulties of my own. And I, not want to share about those difficulties because I wanted to try and pose as like, no guys, I'm I'm your leader. I'm doing this super great. I mean, it was really ruining my, like, I don't know. It was really ruining the heart uh, within the group. And when I kind of came out and just like share with them, like, guys, I'm, I'm an absolute like struggling right now. And I'm so sorry (laughs) for not being honest with all of you. Sure. Um, I don't know. I think that was like a big change in my own mentality to help them. And there was like a big artistic change in just the way we all helped each other as well. Um, yeah. So like now I've 
because I've been trying to just be completely honest with myself as well in the group, and I'm like totally cool with them calling me out on anything. Um, I've developed uh, just, I think my groups will also be okay to, to agree with me here. I don't like to, um, for anyone to be really passive in their sharing, and I don't like it when we're kind of like, you know, shuffling around the real problem. You know, we like to target specifically, and we'll, we'll call that out when we see each other shuffling, you know? Um, and we'll really try to target down on like, what is the main issue that's going on? Uh, even if it's really hard to acknowledge or it's a little like blunt and hurtful in a sense, like it's real, you know, that's what yeah. Rose is about. There's no, there's no lying on it. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I think that hasn't been established in society, in religion, in any area of life, this idea of when you see somebody lacking in integrity, how do you address it in a way that's not offensive, but that deals with the issue and helps everybody to move on? Because when a leader refuses to acknowledge their lack of integrity, they prolong the suffering and amplify it many times over, right? Um, yeah. Especially the higher the level of their responsibility, the more people suffer. And, 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 but also to judge them and accuse them usually forces them into a deeper and darker hole where they hold on to their lies even more. So that obviously doesn't work. So what you're saying is very interesting that to form a camaraderie that's so sincere that people can call each other out in a healthy way. Mm. And I know, uh, I think it's a Christian term. Sam Black uses it a lot from Covenant Eyes. Instead mm. of calling people out, you call them up to the person that they they want to be, right? That's, that's accountability is yeah. um, not saying, hey, you're wrong, but hey, do you still want to be this person that you said you would? Well, what can we do to help you get there? Because it seems like you're straying a bit. Is it, is it like a totally different vibe mm. than like, hey, you seem to be lying, right? Because that, that just kind of makes people scared and, you know, they don't want to be themselves. So I think that's, that's really like cool really that you've big, been able to achieve that. Yeah, I think that's like a really big point as well. Just like being able to, you know, instead of, you know, getting really emotional and calling people out i think that's like the big difference in calling people up as well as you're able to kind of you know step back and just see that person as like you know that's a person who's going through a lot of stuff in their life and sometimes you know they just need a lot of help you know and they just need somebody to tell them like i still love you and everything's going to be okay and like i'm here for you and um, that can really help them just you know get out of whatever mental state they're in absolutely thanks bro yeah josh is josh's whole family is really high noon family because they're not perfect and because they're allowed to be imperfect and work on themselves together with each other. It's yeah. really cool to watch. So we can use this time. I'm going to give a special shout out to Sancha. You are a gem. Special shout out to Josh for you just making donations. It's uh, you guys are super cool. Props to you guys. Thanks, yep. Sammy. So we raised, <laughs> we raised it. We've raised a, a a good amount. So we're at three thousand two hundred fifty total donations. That will be matched one hundred percent, and we're trying to get to four thousand two hundred twenty. So just under a thousand dollars short of our goal. And if you love sex, and if you <laughs> we need to give it, we need a spiel. I think if you love sex, good sex, absolute sex, heavenly intimacy if you love integrity, if you love contributing to an organization that is living the truth, that is living uh, according to God's ideals for creation, God's ideals for 
for intimacy and relationships and True Parents' vision for absolute sex and love and true love, then High Noon is your organization. If you want to donate to your favorite non- nonprofit sexual integrity organization on the planet, highnoon.org is the place to go. If you have some, uh, some charitable giving donations and you need a tax deduction, uh, we are a nonprofit because it's the end of the year now. We're a nonprofit and you can get a tax deduction for that. Of course, that's secondary, but it's an added bonus. Wait, how, and and if if you I'm this is this is totally unscripted, but I'm I will make you this promise: if you make a donation of two hundred dollars, two hundred and fifty dollars, or above, because we need four of these really to reach our goal. If you make a donation of two hundred fifty dollars or more within the next few minutes, I will personally design you a T-shirt that says that has the globe on it, and it says "God, Sex, World, Peace." And it will be the coolest t-shirt you've ever seen in your life. And everywhere you go, people will want to hug you or question you. And it will be the best witnessing tool because people will flock to you. There'll be parades of people following you because it'll be the greatest t-shirt ever. Um, So if you make a big donation, I'll I'll make you that shirt. I'll design it. I'll ship it to your door. I'll make sure that it happens. Can we get, instead of a globe, can, how about you put their face really big on the front and with that? (laughs) (laughs) One or the other. You, we can co-create this shirt, but uh, that came out of Benji's thing. Is there our tagline is God, sex, world, peace. That's that's it. That's what we believe in. In a nutshell. In that order. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, guys, please understand that. Um, again, even as an organization, Hainu never pretends to have it all figured out. All we want to do is to allow people to have the space, to have the opportunity to be free, to be their true selves. And you cannot do that if you're lying instead of being honest. If you are, you know, saying one thing and doing the other and lack integrity. If you're cowering instead of being courageous, instead of having those difficult conversations, you walk away. When you see your kids or your spouse or your friends behaving in ways that's self-destructive, but you're too afraid to talk to them, you'll never experience peace if you live like this. If you withhold love or you refuse people's love, uh, then you're not allowing God's love to flow and to circulate around this world. And accountability, if you lack, if you're not telling people what's going on inside your mind, inside your heart, and you won't let people in to your hopes and your dreams or your fears and your doubts, then please, you're missing out on life. You're missing out on the, the robust life in the high noon light. And that's all we're trying to teach people because when you do, when you start making steps towards that high noon life and you live there, and people will follow you. People will ask you, how do you live with such joy and peace in your life? And that's all we want for you. And we don't have all the answers, but we're, we're walking there and people are following us. That's all that's happening is we're trying to figure this thing out and we welcome anybody's thoughts and opinions. And in so doing, we're becoming default leaders. And we want that for you and your tribes. If you're trying to build a tribe, you cannot do it without honesty, accountability, grace, integrity, and courage. You cannot. So we can help you embody those things to make tribe building more natural and organic and enjoyable and exciting instead of laborious and forceful and all these things. Yeah, just everything we've talked about already, I'm I'm really inspired by this way of it's like it's a new paradigm that's being created for how to relate with people. And as you know, as a role model, as a leader, and even me, I'm challenged every day to practice that. And the things I've shared earlier, it's it's from my own personal experience of being part of High Noon and 
you know, the foremost organization that's talking about honesty and transparency, sexual integrity. Um, and to practice that myself and be honest about that, right? It's just, it's, there's, I create this expectation of myself that, oh, I should already have these things figured out and I should be perfect, especially if in any area, in this area, right? And when the reality is that, you know, um, if I'm, I also need to stay focused and I need need to stay careful, right? And have my own protective barriers in place for uh, not allowing my mind to wander, my eyes to wander, my, my, my mouse to wander, right? (laughs) When I'm on the computer, my thumbs to wander, you know what I mean? And, um, uh, and you know, that takes a lot of, that's, that's very, takes intentional effort for me to, to acknowledge that and to be comfortable to say that. And, uh, but I really want to, you know, be the, the first one to practice that. Right. And, and then, you know, before talking about it, that, you know, that's how I lead my own life. And, um, yeah, it's very relieving for me, you know, it's like a, a cycle that gets repeated where I have this anticipation of like, oh, I should, I should already have this figured out and it's embarrassing to admit. And then to actually speaking about it honestly and the experience of that, or the relief of, oh yeah, it's not so bad to be honest actually. Or, and also the clo- more, the close, the deeper closeness that allows me to experience with other people. I think what other people experience is that, oh, Sammy is a, human being not sammy as you know, the this director of high noon's organization and, and and that's a lot funner i like that more i like you know relating with people on just a, on a normal you know real level i agree and just sammy's just an everyday guy and if you make a pledge of 250 dollars or more he will come to your house and kiss a baby it doesn't have to be your baby he'll bring his own baby he has, he has his own baby <laughs> And I'll kiss his own baby in front of you. My own, my own unscripted proposal. If you donate two hundred fifty dollars more, I will write a song dedicated to you. Whoa! <laughs> I would love to hear it. Is it going to be reggaeton? What, what kind of what style? Well, it depends. depends on the per- it's, I have to know the person, and then and then something that'll match Whoa. your personality and and who you are. So it'll be custom made just for you. Wow, that's amazing. Guys, that that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I've never heard Sammy sing in my life. <laughs> oh, that Andrew's gonna be... sing. I'm just gonna write the song. <laughs> oh, good gravy. Okay. Wait, so you guys are saying if somebody donates two hundred fifty dollars, they'll get both of your things? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just up in it. We're up in the ante, that's... baby, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I want to add oh. as well that you don't need to give donation just today because it's giving Tuesday. Uh, you can become a high known contributor and join our monthly donate donors uh, as well as like high noon connect um, that is this new platform there are so many ways to contribute you can become a volunteer we have so many roles uh, for volunteers that you can you can start uh, you don't need like if you don't feel like starting leading a group you can start uh helping in the marketing and social media and uh event stuff and there there's many opportunities to contribute today in given Tuesdays and it so just wanna bring that up because it doesn't need to be necessary today uh the donation day isn't it you are such a a sober voice amongst us drunk leaders so we yes that's true it's very practical you can always give uh, 
but today we really want you to get <laughs> just because it's a drive. We're trying to like rush that momentum. It's good, right? Like our movement is famous for having these big events and it's where well, we rally the troops. And so now we're rallying your financial troops and we're going to match them today. Um, and again, if you, if you have it in you, that $250 is already going to get you a custom-made song from Sammy and I uh, and a T-shirt that says God, Sex, World, Peace. I mean, you'll be good to go. Basically, you'll be invincible. <laughs> Where <are> you go? <laughs> Daniel, shout out to Daniel, has taken us up on our offer. <laughs> Props My to you. Goodness. You can expect a T-shirt. You can expect a song or a poem, your preference. If you like poems, I can write a poem for you. I'll, I'll write a song. He can write the poem. I'll make the song. I'll do, I'll figure out this auto-tune <laughs> stuff. Don't worry. It's going to be banging. It's going to be a banging song. It'll, it'll be fun. Awesome. All right. Look forward to, to talking with you more, Daniel. <laughs> so what's up? When are we, when are we, are we wrapping this up? And it's exactly on the hour. Are we going to, we're going to wrap it up. Wonder what are we doing? Am I, Yeah. am I in charge? Are we still alive? What, what's happening? Yeah, we, I think, yeah, this, this is an important topic. Um, High noon leadership, it's just really what we want to champion and be role models for. And uh, appreciate all of you for joining in, being a part of it, and and joining us. And this is fun. Uh, we try to do fun, exciting things. So for those that participated, hope you guys enjoyed it. And it was just a, something fun to try for Giving Tuesday. Yeah. And thank you to all of those of you who donated. We are giving you three more minutes. If somebody's on the cusp, if you're on the edge, if you just, if you're like, you know, when you're trying to think of that word and it's, it's there, but it's, it's not there, it's there. If, it's, if that's your donation, then we're going to give you a couple more minutes to consider what would your life be like if you had a t-shirt that said God, sex, world, peace, and a song custom made that is only for you in the entire cosmos written by Sammy and myself. What would your life be like? Would you be the king or queen of the world? Probably. Would you be the happiest person in the cosmos? Most definitely at least for a period of time. So we're giving you a couple more minutes to really consider. Just envision, close your eyes and envision yourself in a t-shirt that says, God, sex, world peace, with a giant globe on it or your face. It's up to you. We're giving you that freedom. And also a song. It sounds like I'm singing and Sam, Sammy's writing it. So I have, to, I have to sing whatever he writes so he could do something very incriminating. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be a banging song. I, and you can even choose the style of song. How about that? Well, up the ante, whatever. It could be classical music. Rap. It could be reggaeton. It rap. could be drum and bass. It could be hip-hop, reggae, Country, whatever you want. Yeah. anything. Rap. Or if Country, you want us to anything. choose, we'll work together on it. Can I, yeah. can I uh, give a, an option, an alternative option to become a High Noon Connect contributor if you want to choose to donate $20 a month for a year, which is about $250. Can that also be an option? Fine. Yes. You have, but you have, you have two minutes to decide. It's, it's yeah, three minutes, minutes past the hour. According to me, you have two minutes to decide if you want to donate 20 bucks a month for the I next year. Go to we also connect. There you go. You will get a song and a t-shirt that will utterly transform the trajectory of your entire existence. I mean, you can't walk around with a t-shirt that says God, sex, world peace, and not make more friends than you could ever possibly need. <laughs> really invited to all the birthday parties. You, you just won't know yeah. what to do with yourself. And a song that will just brighten your heart more than the sun. 
You yeah. can play it as you walk in the door to those birthday parties. It can be your theme song Ooh, whenever yeah. you walk in. We got one and a half minutes for you to jump over that precipice. And then we'll call it a day. But thank you for tuning in. Um, creating a better world is requires us to recreate ourselves because we cannot create a new world as our old selves. So we have constantly have to redefine ourselves and our beliefs and adapt and evolve. And that's what we are constantly pushing ourselves to do at high noon. And anybody who comes near us, we're pushing them as well. So we hope that um, we can do that for you. And if you ever have any questions or doubts or concerns or whatever, please voice them. The feedback loop is very important to us and the work that we do, but also you can have your questions answered or you can ask, hey, can you guys make this or work on this? And we'd be happy to collaborate on stuff with you. So we're here for you. Like we, nonprofits exist for the sake of the people that they're trying to serve. So if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out. We're very reachable. Okay. And we have about, oh, it just turned, turned five minutes. So we're going we're gonna to close it off here. Um, we want to say thank you so much for joining us. And how about everybody say a little something and then say goodbye. So starting with Sammy. Um, I'm, I'm pumped up for this song. It's coming, Daniel. We'll be in touch. That's all, that's all, that's all I got to say. It's going to be banging. <laughs> Karina? Just thank you all. Uh... This was funnier than I expected it would be. <laughs> I want to hear that song as well. Um, uh, don't worry. I will check the design, Andrew design, before he sent it to you. So, yeah, you don't need to worry. I, I can I can make some adjustments if it's needed. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, just thank you so much for trusting on us. And I hope we can we can do our best this coming year. And of course, it's like this is giving Tuesday is just an excuse. The life's going on, and there's always opportunity to donate and contribute and be part of this family. So you're always welcome, and uh, we would love to have you in the team. So just just that, and the kind of leadership doesn't mean that we are the kind of leadership. Everyone involved living a kind of style is having a doing a high note leadership business so um yeah just uh to say to add awesome thank you and benji the bearded benji yeah. thank you karina you really bring balance to our our world thank you to reina for your donation that just came in thank you so much and yeah thank you to naomi i really appreciate your willingness to come on and sorry we couldn't have have you but you're here in spirit and we feel your sincerity um yeah i just want to say that you know, this is our world. This is our life. And uh, I'm really excited for what the, the growing amount of, of team members and funds available to High Noon is able to do over the coming years. And uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Thank you all. We are going to leave you be now. And we love you. Take care. How is 2020 going to go? You tell me. It depends on what you invest into 2020. And if you want to start the year out right, then I absolutely encourage you to join a High Noon Connect group. We have curricula, we have groups meeting together every week, and it's going to be moving to a semester system. That means for three months, everybody in High Noon Connect is going to be marching along towards progress hand in hand. 
So if you're single and you want to prepare well for marriage, or if you are married already and you want to get the most out of your marriage and be a better spouse or a better parent, then please join a group. Everybody should be in a group. And if you don't sign up in December, you're going to miss the boat because we're going to close the doors in January for three months. We're going to close the doors to this semester system in January and we won't reopen until three months later. So please sign up for a group now if you want to ensure growth. If you want to make growth inevitable, then surround yourself with the right people and fill your brain with the right knowledge and take the right actions to develop the right habits and you will get exactly to where you want to be. So sign up now. Go to highnoon.org and sign up for an Ascend group. We will help you out. See you there. Thank you.